Welcome to The Practice Podcast, a show created by lawyers to help lawyers in life and business without all the complicated lawyer language. Let's welcome Bast Amron founders and your hosts, Jeff Bast and Brett Amron. Hi, Jeff. Hey, Brett. How are you? I'm fantastic. On this fine Wednesday. Wednesday. I'm fantastic. Summer uh, is setting in. recording a podcast. We have a great guest today. We do. Life is good. It's sunny outside. I know, but it's hot and humid. It's Summer hot. is, Welcome is to settling in. But yeah. we have great AC. It's freezing in here. That is true. All right, well, let's get to our guest. Yeah. Our guest today is Marile Levand. Marile is also known as Mermaid Marile. And she is an entrepreneur, an athlete, an environmentalist, and a world record holder. She is a perfect example of how you can build a career from your passions. She is known for her extreme swimming feats, but she does that while raising awareness about the problems of plastics and pollution in our oceans. She also holds five world records in the Guinness Book of World Records for long-distance swimming using only a monofin that looks like a mermaid's tail, thus her name. During each of those record-setting swims, she collects trash along the way, and her most recent record was set in this April, April 2023, where she swam... 30 miles over 14 hours and 15 minutes using only the monofin and no other power. Hmm. And during that swim, she collected over 20 pounds of trash from the water. So during that 14 hours while she was swimming 30 miles, she collected 20 pounds of trash. But if that's not enough, Marla is a model and she runs seven businesses. Among them are swimming training schools, designing pro swim training gear, acting as an international information broker, online swimming-related companies, and a company called Viking Beauty Secrets, which is an organic cosmetics and skincare company that uses only natural and sustainably pure ingredients. She's also received a number of recognitions for her contributions to open water swimming and ocean conservation. She's an official Earth Day ambassador. She's in the Estonian Sports Hall of Fame. And even the city of Miami Beach officially declared her birthday, April 17th, as Merle Levan Day. So welcome, put a, Merle. Put a pin in that. Yeah. We're going to get uh, back to yeah, that. Yeah, we need a day, right? Or should we start with that? <laughs> I think Jeff Bass needs a I day. think we start from the beginning. How'd you become a, you want a Jeff Bass Day? I, I do. Just, I, I think every day is Jeff me, Bass Day. He took, took me, a minute took to get me a that. second for that to register. All I right. think every day is Jeff Bass Day, but I think we're going to call the mayor. Okay. We're going to make that happen. That's the next call after this podcast. Okay. Why'd you become a swimmer? How about that? Well, welcome. I mean, I should say thank you. Yeah. Thank you. We're happy to have you. Well, thank you. Happy. And welcome. I can yes. call the mayor after this right. podcast. Yeah. The funny story is this, that when I was born, I had so many health problems that they thought I was affected by Chernobyl cloud. When I was three days old, they told my parents that I'm going to be one of weak person in this world and I definitely going to have a lots of health problems. So mm. they should prepare as a new parent in this world to have a kid who is going to have defects, basically. And then at the age of 11, I was in and out from hospital constantly, but I was always active. I loved dancing. I was cheerleader for Estonian basketball team and I was singing. And then all of a sudden, my lungs were so bad. Nothing wasn't working. And the family doctor kind of said that maybe you should try swimming to learn to ventilate your lungs. And that's how I really went ahead and started learning how to swim. And then I fell in love and mm-hmm. I haven't stopped. I just turned 32 and I'm still swimming. 
20 years of swimming and you took it to great distances. And that's what nobody understands in doctor world is how I'm able to do things today, what I'm doing, because by paper, even my blood test comes back really bad because I'll have low oxygen because of anemia and iron. According to doctors in January, they diagnosed that I have less oxygen than normal human. Wow. And the doctors in Germany, Estonia and America just decided to put it down. Athlete with anomalies. So I am different kind of person. And the medicine, that's probably why I have all these different companies and adventures is the medicine hasn't reached there yet to know how to help the people like me. But instead of that, I decided really young age not to take no for answer Mm -hmm. and kind of biohack my way to the top. That's pretty amazing. You still have these conditions, yet you're able to do what you do. Do you also take care of yourself via diet? Mm -hmm. Not just exercise, obviously Mm -hmm. you do a lot of that, but also diet. Do you think that has something to do with ability? I decided when I was building a company, you're tired because of anemia and low iron. And I decided that number one goal is to take care of my brain. And now all the nutrition, when I look, I look what helps brain, what helps brain to get all the nutrition. It's not just my muscles. For example, blue spirulina is my favorite thing, what I recommend everybody to eat it. Blue spirulina? Yes. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So you think you're taking care of your protein shake and you're getting all the nutrients, but why not to add a little bit more to take care of your biggest asset, what is your brain? Now you started swimming, obviously, in Estonia. Were you always an open water swimmer or was it uh, pool swimming? I was a pool swimmer, Mm -hmm. breaststroker, totally different stroke. And while I was growing up, I was sometimes even 25 meters ahead of the other competitors. And then I got to the junior world championships and I went to European Youth Olympics as a youngest member for Team Estonia. And then at some point I felt because of my health problems were kicking in during the high peak seasons and I was able to perform well, but I realized for my health reasons, I have to live somewhere in a warm place. And Mm. I felt like Miami is the place where I can learn Spanish and also find swimming and education. And I came here and I didn't got to NCA because of all my health problems, but I continued a little bit school here and Mm -hmm. got definitely in the Spanish on my backbone and kept swimming somehow. And then of course, being here, I realized that I can run companies because Estonia runs everything in blockchain. And I decided to bring American knowledge to back to Scandinavia and Baltics and then kind of Estonian knowledge back to America. So that's how I kind of felt like I can do both. Right. And how do you balance? You swim every day, don't you? Yeah. More or less. And so how do you balance maintaining an athletic regimen and also running so many businesses? Do you have a schedule? Like, what's I'm your pretty schedule oriented. If you ask me what I'm going to do June 18 at 2 p.m., I might be able to tell you. Like right. I even know what time I'm taking my nutrition. That's how scheduled I am usually. I, I knew it today I have 10 minutes for shower and makeup. That's right. how scheduled I am. Oh, wow. uh, Brett has 12 minutes for shower and makeup, right? <laughs> I'm not giving away my secrets. (laughs) That's true. I love taking notes a lot what I have to work on it. So Mm -hmm. when I go swimming, I sometimes thinking about, okay, I have to figure out how to protect this IP, for example, for this business. So when you're swimming, you're kind of trying to figure out how to solve the problem. 
This morning I had a situation where I had to learn how to write a diplomatic email to some partner who has been giving a headache. So right. like, I think having this kind of zoning out mm-hmm. underwater is the best way to run a business. And I always carry the phone on my swim buoy. So I know that sometimes when there might be that they calling me for emergency from office or so, that I can take the phone call in ocean. Nice. Wow. But in terms of the swimming component to it, and then I do want to get into the businesses and you starting businesses and your entrepreneurial journey, but the swimming component of it clears your head to mm-hmm. the point where you can think a little more clearly, right? It's a little bit meditative for you. Yeah, totally. And I always tell people that if you have a problem, go and do something else. Mm-hmm. Don't react. Right. Because the worst thing in a business is emotion reaction. You are uh, speaking his language right now. <laughs> this is exactly what Brett says about running. Exactly. Yeah, I'm on land, so I run right. the same thing that you, you do for swimming. So, Do you take a shower? Ever? Ever? I don't know. <laughs> Anyone smell anything in here? Yes, I do. I shower quite so, often. Don't yes. you get your best ideas under shower? I mean, sometimes I suppose, or under but sweat. when I'm running, that is when my head is the most clear and ideas come in. And I think what you learn through running or sports mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. sometimes you go and wonder with your mind, but how to pull yourself back to be present as well. Correct. And feel through yes. your core. Yes. Because we do have three brains. It's brain, the backbone brain, and mm-hmm. then the gut feeling. And to feel through the core, how to run the business, we sometimes learn that through the sport. For sure. And I do think <clears throat> that, I mean, listen, it takes you out of right your environment where you're getting pelted with information. It's hard to concentrate and think right when you have so many things going on. And you're also focused on your stroke if you're Mm -hmm. swimming or if I'm running or whatever anyone is doing. And you're not focused on thinking, Mm -hmm. right? It's sort of almost second nature, right? When you start to do that, you're focusing on something else in your body. And so your brain is given a little bit of a rest. Mm -hmm. And that to me is when you can think more clearly. Yep. And critical thinking. When I do open water and we have currents and we have situation sharks, we have jellyfish. Mm. You have to use a critical thinking to know what to do now next. Like right. you got stung by Portuguese man or how to calm yourself down and what's the A, B, and C. Right. And I think critical thinking is so important in business as well. Especially in these days when AI can hack everything, you know, you have to critical thinking to know how to yeah. solve the problem. Or for example, I run into sometimes in a business logistical problems and I have to use my critical thinking to figure out those things. Right. So I think because I am athlete and I have to use those tools in the water, I bring them to the business a lot. So we've mentioned the business, so you've alluded to the business and stuff. So let's, if you don't mind, if we mm-hmm. can start getting into that. You said, I think, there's seven businesses yeah. that you've started and you run mm-hmm. and you're 32. Yes. So congratulations for that. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Yeah. So tell us about your businesses and how you started them, how you got into them. I guess we can start there. First business, what actually my dad started and I'm part of it is he figured out that Amazon and all these warehouses can have warehouses, but there has to be a robot who moves the packages around to make the supply chain and as well the shipping more efficient. So I went to work at the age of 14 when I had time off from swimming in school Mm -hmm. on a warehouse to understand what he means with that. And then we realized we can develop different 
structural warehouse equipment, but somebody has to install them. That's where I came in to figure out how to bring kind of clients to him, how to find the companies around the world. He was ahead of that game too. I was just on the right shoulder there and I'm still working with him mm-hmm. until today. Like just last week we had a bunch of Estonians in town and they are my dad's clients actually. And they're in the U.S.? And, and they're and- here working with Royal Caribbean and high-level cruise ship industry. But your father is still in, in Estonia. And how is that working, you know, father, daughter? We have amazing... Well, then I have a business with my grandma and mom who are accountants. So we have everything in the house. That's how I say, I you know. And they are doing the accounting. And if you think about warehouse, warehouse and accounting go together. Mm. When we're talking about big manufacturers and mm-hmm. stuff. So there are some services where people come to me and ask, hey, I have this amazing company. I produce things, but I don't know what to do. And then I bring in kind of my mom, mm-hmm. grandma, accounting service, and then my dad service. So that's another one. Then I realized living here that I have much more opportunities as a swimmer. And I felt like I want to give back to Estonian athletes. And then I started thinking about the Baltic states and the Scandinavian athletes, how to bring the best U.S. products to that region. Mm-hmm. So I started looking those factories and start looking those companies. And that's how I figured out bringing those brands through Estonia to that region. So I created another company, what I run with my mom and a brother. So these are products for swimmers yes, that they can buy, whether it's online or... Yeah, so mm-hmm. we have uh, e-commerce, but we also have retail stores and different sports stores who mm-hmm. represent the brand, what is actually from San Francisco. What brand is it? Do you mind saying? Finis. What's the name? Finis. Oh yeah, sure. Okay. And now when I start doing that, I mm-hmm. actually start working to them and develop products now. Oh, wow. Like the mermaid fin with what I swam the Guinness World Record mm-hmm. is developed by me and them. I was the only one who was willing to take that to the cold Estonia to test in a cold water how the product reacts to cold water and how it might damage it or not because... One thing is to figure out the swimming product. The other one is how different climates react to that and how, you know, different chlorine and salt and all that. So it's a bigger knowledge what goes behind any product. Amazing. When she says swimming in the cold, I, again, in preparation for this session, I read up in Merlet. I did some research. She (laughs) participates in what I think was called the Ice Olympics, where they take Basically, a frozen lake is how I understand it. And they carve lanes mm-hmm. into a frozen lake. It's like and a then swimming pool. You're but no swimming things. in an ice tray, And basically. no wetsuit. And that day was 32. <clears throat> and I flew from Miami to that. <laughs> just, and BBC yeah. News thought I'm crazy. And I said, no, I'm extreme. Yes. Well, you <laughs> can right. be both. Yeah, I think you can be both. <laughs> Cold water, man. That's hard for me. So kudos how you stay in the water. Do you wear a suit? Or no, no, no suit. No, not no, not obviously bathing suit. I mean like a cold water. No, you full wear body. the same bikini what you wear in Miami. Oh no, I'm out. I see the Good ice. They're carving lanes. Yeah, I'm out. But that is amazing. What do you attribute your extreme ability to focus? Because doing long distance swims, mm-hmm. forget pulling trash in and hauling the trash with you. Doing that and also. To me, it's tied together a bit and starting businesses, thinking about businesses, starting them and being sort of so entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. What do you attribute that to? 
Is that something you learned from your family? Is that something that is ingrained in you as being from Estonia? I think it's a combination of everything. Mm-hmm. My family, you know, had to fight for Estonian freedom. My grandma was f- literally in front of a Russian tank and saying, give mm-hmm. me my country back or shoot me. So the freedom that we have right now and Estonia deciding to go totally in blockchain, we went 2000 to blockchain. Wow. I did middle school in blockchain. We started voting for our prime minister and presidents in blockchain 2005. Our healthcare is blockchain since 2002. And I think that environment helps a lot with entrepreneurial. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can be digital Norman, whatever place in the world I am and run the businesses. Of course, you need somebody on a warehouse to move the products around, but that helps you to see the world bigger and do things. Like I also have NGO and just another day I was like, oh, I need to do something. So my mom in other side of the world was doing things. And then I went with the blockchain, cooking with one hand and doing things in another hand and getting things done. But I think the combination of being curious throughout the obstacles, we always swim against the current, whatever we have, is it family, business, health problem. Mm -hmm. But I think I learned to be, okay, there's an obstacle. Let's figure it out. And maybe we grow even better after that. I love the word disruptive entrepreneur or like athlete who does things outside the box. And I think that is what drives me because back in the days when I had all these health problems and listening to all the doctors, Mm -hmm. I will not be sitting here today with five Guinness World Records and figuring out how to even do them, get all the paperwork done for Guinness. What is another hustle, you know? So I think that has a lot to do because usually when we get the bad news, we take negative in instead of looking things positive. Mm. My advice to any athlete, any person, any business owner, anyone, right? Kid is yeah. always switch the light. You can get in the negative word, but be curious how to turn that right. light towards the positive. Yeah, that's good. You saw obstacles as opportunities. A lot of people see obstacles and they just shut down or it's doomsday. Like you said, they turn off the light. You can see an obstacle and say, all right, well, this is an opportunity. This is a challenge. How am I going to get over this? And how can I learn to face it the next time too? Great advice. So I don't remember where I was. I was watching a speaker at an event and he came up with a great line, which I think is apropos here, which is when something happens, right? Mm -hmm. Might be good, might be bad. We'll see. Mm -hmm. You don't know, right? Things that you perceive to be bad initially may actually end up being good in the long run and vice versa. But that's the same showing up every day to practice and not knowing if you get the medal. Right. Like you have to figure out things during the process. You can go and do 10 times wrong stroke and you don't win the medal. Or you're like, okay, my stroke looks crappy. I need to figure out how to fix that. Because there's no quarantines anyway. No. But at the same time, you're out there and inspiring people. And I have a chance to travel around the world. Like I went to Curacao. I was like a superhero to them just because I yeah. figure out how to use swimming in a positive way while I had all these challenges. Challenges, right. exactly. And I admire the most, for example, Paralympic swimmers. Mm. To me, for sure. They are the inspiration and I study them mm-hmm. and I try to figure out how do they swim so fast in a pool. Always when you feel 
things are bad with you, know that there are actually other people who might have worse, but they are the happiest and most positive people. So learn what is their jam. I think that's great advice. Really for children, adults, teenagers, like anybody, life is filled with challenge. Mm -hmm. And the question is, what are you going to do when you're faced with that challenge? Accept your fate or say, no, let me deal with it. Put in the work necessary. Because I think that's sort of a step that may be missing, which is you didn't just show up one day and say, I'm going to swim 30 miles. No. No, you put in a lot of work, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing with business. Business, I'll start a business, but in order for it to be successful, it requires a lot of work to get to that point. And it requires to understand who in a team brings what skill and knowing how to motivate and guide them. Mm -hmm. I mean, there has been so many conversations in my team where I like explain them why I feel this is the best way. And they are maybe not agreeing, but then you listen what is their skills are mm-hmm. and figuring that obstacle out, how to put things to work. Number one thing what I took from my dad is when things are looking bad, don't complain, just make it better. And that's why I'm starting businesses. I'm not going to go and complain things are not working. I'm going to figure out how to make things better and make a new business. <laughs> And then figure out how to protect things, IPs, laws, taxes, all of that goes into business, any business. Are you selling a pencil or selling a cream? So those are the part of combinations what I feel apply every day in my life. Great stuff. Great stuff. I'm just sitting here with both of you because you're both these long distance athletes. I think it's amazing. And I hear you guys accomplishing these incredible feats, but then each time you do it, and you've done it now four times, Marla, you've set a world record, and each time you beat it, you go and set another one to beat the last one. I'm always impressed by people who are always able to do an amazing thing and then not only do it again, but do a better job the next time, faster, longer, you know, and Brett's doing the same thing with his runs. It's really amazing. And I think it's a testament to both of you and your fortitude, and it's inspiring. So thank you both. Do you have to do anything... As I said, cold water is a great fear because it just hurts. But do you do anything mentally to prepare yourself to jump into 32 degree water or are you just kind of used to it by now? I don't know that you could ever get used to 32 degree water, but... No, you never get used to it. Even when you have done it, you still have certain fears to the next one. I actually did a commercial for American brand in Estonia and it was with Hollywood. And I just wanted to show the Hollywood peeps that I'm so strong. I said, keep filming and mm-hmm. I keep swimming. Mm-hmm. So why are we getting the scene, that moment? But then I actually lost my hand nerves oh. and I wasn't able to really actually hold even a fork for three months. And I went to world championships and I made it to see everybody, even in my swim team here mm-hmm. in Miami, they were not aware that I had the problem like that. And I went to world championships and then I met with my mom who I put her to be my coach during the world championships and she didn't understand what was going on Mm -hmm. and I told her later and what was going on but while doing the process to understand how to fix my hand nerves I had to go through a lot of mental meditation and mental training and I used this app called Mind Spa it's a 3D sound app in the morning you listen Your left ear is listening different music than your right ear. So it fixes kind of the brain channels between the both ears. Wow. 
I literally have to say that saved me. Wow. And I got 52nd place in the world championships. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. You were there. You got to be, <laughs> you got to be in it to win it. That's the impressive part. This has been fun, Marley. Thank you so much. Wait, for wait, coming. Wait, 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 wait. You have another I, question? I need to know what kind of swimmer our listener, I think, oh, needs to no, know about on. what kind of swimmer Mr. Bast is because he's talking about I'm you and me racing, and what we do, I'm but right. this I'm man gets there. in the water twice a week now. Three times. Three times. Sorry, I didn't mean to diminish. Three times a week swimming in the open water, which is no easy feat. I have a right? great coach. Merle. There you go. Yeah, sometimes She's, I yell over him during the swims, like, oh, really? why are you doing this? Oh, yeah. Can Do you that? record that for me? I'd love to. I'm open. I'm always open to feedback. I've improved a lot. He actually have, like, really, you can see the stroke is getting better and mm-hmm. he's more connecting with the pool. But Mr. Bast is full of surprises. Just, That's right. Just <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I say that all the time. He's so full of surprises. Yeah. yeah. And the yeah. funny thing is, like, He's using, like, I use certain things uh-huh. in business from swimming. Yeah. He's using certain lawyer things in swimming. Uh-huh. He walks into the practice and becomes a lawyer sometimes. Right. Oh, I'm really? Negotiating. Yeah. He no- negotiates <laughs> like a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I right. know you said you want to do five 100s. I I'm really a, think two is enough. I'm going to end this podcast. No, no, this we, is yeah, fantastic. I think our listener. Yeah. Would love to hear about it. No, oh, but maybe it's time to get you guys and the listeners to yeah. our swim practice and so we mm. all can improve. Come on out, Dolphins and Rainbows, Sundays at 8 o'clock at Miami Beach. 8 a.m.? 8 a.m. Okay. in the water, 745 meters. Is that open water? That's yes. open water. Oh, yeah, open water. No cold swim. Yes. No, no. All right. Cold to me is like below 70. Thank you, guys. Yeah. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, share it. And leave us a review. Subscribing to the show and leaving reviews will help others find the show and helps us grow and devote more resources and energy and have special guests like Marilei on and produce better content for you. And thanks very much. Thanks, nice to meet you. Appreciate it. Brett. Nelson, you're the man. Jeff. Thank you. See you in the water. I'm going to come out and swim with you. See you in the water. For more information on this show and other resources, visit fastamron.com and connect with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram at Fast Amron.